things are things aren't are you supposed to like disclaimer like what are you supposed to tell us when you're recording oh yeah okay i'm recording no no this is the raw take we're, we're getting it like this no is, no holding is, back this is, this is life as 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 is this uh audio verite um this is the dark side of the sandwich <laughs> The, this is the uh, sandwich board that you have to listen to while watching The Wizard of Oz, but you have to time it just right when you know when the lion roars the third time. Then you have to start this episode at the sandwich board. Now, warning: this episode is only going to be an hour long at the most, so it will you will have to repeat it. Okay, but as you will see, it really matches up uh, to uh, to the to the movie. Oh, by the way, everybody, uh, welcome back to the Sandwich Board. Baby, did you ever wonder whatever happened to the sandwich board? And I'm living on the air in California. So. No one knows what that show is. <laughs> Nobody under 65 knows what that show is. Then how do I know that? Um, do you I, really want me to ask that? <laughs> I yeah, if you if you have time. Hey, everybody. Uh, uh, welcome back to the Savage Board. I am the Pickle Bandit. I'm the Bandita. And we are also here with Intern Mike. Hello. Uh, Intern Mike is uh, guesting uh, this week. And uh, so uh, how's your, your, your week been? Uh, you know, my week has been pretty good. I started doing the, uh, the Tic Tacs. Oh, the Tic Tac. Yeah, the Tic Tac Toe. You know, the all, one and a half calorie breath mint. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like all talking the, about TikToks. He's on TikTok now. Yeah, I'm oh, doing. Okay. I'm doing the 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 dance trends, and I'm doing. I'm hitting all the woes and, and the nays and the the she. You're pumping, popping pimples or what? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm doing all the trends. I'm, I'm doing them all. I'm getting a a full. Tic Tac Taste of the Rainbow. So, uh, what challenges have you uh, accepted and completed so far? Um, I I did the fiber challenge, where you eat nothing but fiber for 48 hours straight, and then you see what happens. Um, I've also done... Your dad takes the fiber challenge at least once a week. Well, if you (laughs) see, like... He doesn't report about it on TikTok, though. (laughs) Now, if he did that, that could be a trend. Like, you got to make, like, oh, the it's ultimate... it's a trend. It's been a trend. Ultimate brand For cereal. Decades. It's been a trend of around 8.30 in the morning. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so ultimate fiber challenge. Um, now, uh, have you... You know done, what? Yeah. I, I don't want you to talk to me about an ultimate fiber challenge. Until you've had a certain cereal that will remain nameless. <laughs> and once you've had that cereal, say a few times thinking it was okay. By the way, this cereal comes in a very small box. It comes in a very small box for a very important reason. It's like gunpowder. 
It uh, it rhymes with Schmacklin Goat Gran. Um, don't, don't you have a shirt of that bear? <laughs> I okay. First of all, you always think it's that, and it's not. No, what, what is that then? They were sugar smacks, and I got rid of that shirt. But I think your sister still has it. She didn't want to get rid of it. Uh, I don't know. It's it's all cereal. It's all the same to me. Um, speaking of all, <coughs> sorry. And speaking of all the same to me, uh, I like to. Whoa, uh, <laughs> whoa. Speaking of all the same to me, you know you sounded like what? right now. What? I don't even want to tell you, Michael. Oh, okay. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> Speaking, of, if it sounds like I'm in a in a tunnel, it's because I'm sitting somewhere. Like I'm like got a metal piece of metal behind me, so I'm gonna sound. Like it's a, only gonna sound like that to like you. Just yeah, maybe to me. Um, it could sound like Machine Head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you sorry, need to auto tune if you're gonna do that. <laughs> can, can we add that? Yeah, sure. Uh, hey, everybody, I'd like to introduce this new segment. <laughs> That's not you don't sound like machine. No. You don't sound like T-Pain or Machine Head. No. You know you sound like? What do I sound like? Like you don't know who you sound like. <laughs> Nordberg. Oh, okay. Oh, I was thinking of the the King uh, Naboo dude with like oh, the big jowls. Yeah, that's also acceptable. Any oh. tentacled person. <laughs> basically. Like the, the King Gungan on Naboo. Probably oh. sounds like Cthulhu too, which oh, brings yeah. us to what we were going to talk Whoa, about. Whoa, what a segue. Uh, yeah. Are we, but, uh, so, no, this week in Pokemon Go? Yeah, sure. We're week? playing Pokemon Go again. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. By the way, uh, uh, everybody, this is, welcome to this week in Pokemon Go. I play Pokemon. Uh, well, there was a hiatus after the uh, the incident, um, and now we've come back, and we've come back with a vengeance, and uh, this time we're out for blood. Yeah, this time it's personal. It's this very personal. This time we've had a lot of fiber. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with a lot of fiber this week. <laughs> oh, God. So what's been, what, what's been happening is, uh, in the time where we weren't playing... Um, our our gym, our gym, has been uh, taken over, runneth amok by uh, by Team Blue, which is um, I don't know Team Virtue, Team it's Valor, Valor, yeah, no Mystic, like Mystic, okay, so Team Team Mystic, <laughs> so Team Dipstick, um, so, or as I like to call them. Not been. all of them are bad. Come on. Team Dum Dum Poo Poo Heads. Yeah, I said it. Um, so, uh, so we've been playing again. Uh, you know, keeping uh, the home fires burning for. Uh, you keep the home fires burning. <laughs> no one knows what that means. Why do you say things like that? We don't have like a furnace or or Michael, a chimney. Michael, okay, let me let me. Okay, this is great because we have a young person on the show. I've never uh, heard it before. Yes, Michael. I want you to guess right now in real time what you think that saying means. Well, uh, knowing dad, it's probably something like a war term where it's like when people are out fighting, like, oh, we'll keep the home fires warm for you guys, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's about right. 
It's like uh, a World War Two something circa it, area. Yeah, like you know, wartime kind of saying. Yes, you're right. There comes, uh, you know, Brian Posehn was right in you know he said there's a certain time in a man's life, probably around middle age, where suddenly he becomes really, really interested in World War Two, but. Uh, oh, oh, so we've been holding the fort. How's that? So we've been holding the fort down. Again. Another. Yeah. What do you think that means, Michael? Um, well, I think that means that Blue has gotten a taste for our gym, our sweet, succulent nectar that is our gym. Our, our juicy, delicious, just, just absolutely God-tier fruit. It's like a very big juicy booty or or a burger. Oh my god. And they got a taste for it and they like it. They love it. They want some more of it. And um, we're the uh we're the booty police over here. Right. We're policing. Why are you guys gotta talk? Okay. Why don't we just like put on an episode of Billy and Mandy and talk about boogers and butts the whole time. My God. Wait, okay. Hear me, hear me out. We're the booty police. We're oh, policing no. this booty, okay? Stop it. Just, just stick with me on the booty analogy, okay? It works. No, the bootology, okay? Oh. We're policing this booty and we're taking no prisoners, okay? Every time, like, I'm checking the phone at, like, four, two in the morning, and I'm seeing if it's being taken. And normally, they'll come early in the morning when people are sleeping. They'll take it so they could have it all night. But I don't let that happen. I'm up around then. I'll check the phone. And I'll text everyone. Put a Pokemon in the gym. It's important. He's like the uh, the town night watch, you know, at like circa 1890s. Uh, so he'd be the one saying, you know, four o'clock and all is well. But uh, to continue. It's a glorified hall monitor. <laughs> yeah, and I'll take people's phones in this house and I'll put Pokemons in the gym f- for them. Like, I'll do it. In the hall. <laughs> like, just like yesterday, uh, you know, Bandita was asleep and I had to, like, pry the phone out of her lifeless hands crime, and put a Pokemon in punishment, the gym. Punishment and crime. <laughs> she was watching Love Boat. And <laughs> you talk about my love boat show. Yeah, you were was asleep and I was still playing. You don't understand that show. You'll so, never understand so, it. So, Bandita, how many how many seasons of Love Boat and how many episodes per season? There's nine full seasons, and there's about twenty five, twenty two to twenty six in a range of episodes per season, and each episode is fifty minutes long. Oh my gosh, that is. I'm obviously still in season one. Woo! Being... I, I will say this, though. I'll yes. make one comment about it. What? Not all episodes of Lobo are created equally. <laughs> some are bad. Some have well, charm. Some are some really are... funny. And some really hit the mark. And some just boring. Well, I mean, you've also went to town on, like, a lot of other shows from around that time. Um Right, and we were just talking about last week. Uh, you know, she just finished with Taxi. I I, I recommended a WKRP in Cincinnati to kind of bring it around. Yes, N- no one knows that that's what you were trying to imitate in the beginning of the show. Nobody knows that. That's it's the magic of radio. It captured the magic of of, of radio. You watched Happy Days too, didn't you? Oh, Only a, right. one season. That's all they had. 
Yeah, well, like, what? T- tell us about the audacity that they had with the last episode. Uh, what do you mean? Well, what, wasn't it like a cliffhanger? Like, it was like a two-parter, but they didn't have the second part? No, that was a taxi. Oh, that was a taxi. Yeah, taxi had a two-parter, but they only had one part of the two-parter, and that was in the fifth season. And then there was nothing else. That's horrible. Nah, nah, nah. That's awful. It wasn't a very good episode. One thing that surprised me about Happy Days, though, um, is, you know, in that first season, is how Randy those teenagers were. I did not know how hormonally charged that season of Happy Days was. But it was very innocent. By the way, it was season two. It wasn't season one. And... It was all very innocent. They weren't going to do anything. They were just talking about doing stuff. Of course. It was part, a lot of it was bravado, whatever. Whoa. Right. Well, the closest anyone got to doing anything was like Richie hooked up with a divorcee. And they kept sa- talking about hot to trot divorcees or hot to trot, which is ridiculous, by the way. But um, the, all they did was kiss on a swing and a, on a lawn. That was it. That's, whoa. Yeah. They, they, Big whoop. They, they kissed? Yeah, they kissed. Oh, whoa! He's got that, some of that first base, uh, first base action. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. It's like, and there was like this one episode where uh, Richie had to watch Fonzie's girl, and he ended up kissing Fonzie's girl. Then he thought he got mono because the girlfriend had mono. Whatever. Whoa. He didn't get mono. Would have been better if he accidentally kissed Fonzie instead. <coughs> Only it wasn't an accident. Okay, can you stop? What is it with you and your generation and shipping people? I don't know. Jeez. Is Fonzie dead? No, he's oh, not okay. dead. He's trying to sell people <laughs> second mortgages. Oh, <laughs> oh I <laughs> no, thought you meant like mortgages. human trafficking. Reverse mortgages. Is it reverse mortgages? Okay. Yeah, I was like I thought that, you were talking about human trafficking, dude. Method. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, reverse sure. mortgages. Like he sells people. Uh Speaking of selling people, that reminds me of Community Day. <laughs> that reminds me of Community Day. It was we, Gibble. It was Gibble Community Day, which is the land shark. Um, and I think I caught, was it seven shiny gibbles in one hour? It was some kind of freak thing. Yeah, and uh, I caught a couple. But I, I, you know, evolved a bunch of them. It was fun. It was a fun way to get back into things. I got one, <laughs> and I love him. Okay. Um, well, there, there's something I need to say about Gibbles and their shiny variants. Um, God, here we go. It's very upsetting, and I've gone on rants about this, like, hour-long rants about how horrible the Gibble evolution line is. Now, Gibble itself and shiny, very cute, very nice. It's normally like... A dark blue with like a red belly. Okay, here's me doing my job. First of all, how is our audience, Zagna, gonna know what a gibble is or what you're talking about? It's a street shark. It looks like a shark with legs. Okay. Street shark. Street Yeah, shark. street yes. shark. Like the buff. But it's a baby one. Yeah, it's like it's got tiny little stubby legs, adorable little arms, and it's just like a big mouth. Yeah. And the color of it? I just said it's it's a dark blue on the body with like a red underbelly. Yeah, the red underbelly kind of looks like a, a vest. And so if a Pokemon is shiny, yeah, not shiny... only does it sparkle, but it has a variation in color. Yeah, so this variation, um, it switches the colors around. It, uh, 
I believe has like a light turquoise for the underbelly and then like a lighter blue on the uh, outer coat. Okay, you mean so, for the baby? Yeah, the baby. For the evolved ones. The evolved forms are terrible. Okay, so this is where we get to the main beef with with this land shark. So, what is your big beef? Air it out right now. Forever hold your peace. Let's just 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 bleh. But we cannot spend an hour on this. I could if you want I me to. I will cut you off. Oh okay, God. fine. My problem is shiny Gibble looks adorable and great, but. The shiny variants that it evolves into look exactly the same as the regular ones. So what's the point? It's just sparkly at that point. Like, if you get a shiny Pokemon, you want it to look cool. You want it to look awesome and different. They don't. Yeah, that's true. I got a shiny Agron, which kind of looks like a dinosaur with a helmet. And the shiny version looks awesome. Yeah, it's got red eyes and, like, green skin. That's cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's so that's your big complaint. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Okay, cool. All right, so uh, are we done with this week yes, in Pokemon we are Go? Totally. Oh, okay. Done with this week in Pokemon Go. I play Pokemon Go every day. I play Pokemon Go. Now let's talk about something that also involves sharks underwater. Okay, so. Uh, so, hey guys, this is uh, the segment that is called the Better Late Than Never Review. Um, I think the last time we did one of these, we were talking about um, No Holds Barred. And so uh, this uh, feature is, what's it called? Underwater. Dookie? Oh. <laughs> underwater. Underwater? No. Yeah, it's just called Underwater. I thought, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were just describing the film. <sighs> No. I thought you were just describing, the, it's like, no. oh, we're just watching the underwater film. It's like you were watching an action film or a Western. Oh, we're watching the underwater films. You guys watched a couple of underwater films. A few, have, not yeah. a couple. Okay, so which ones did you watch? Because I know you watched The Abyss. We watched The Abyss. We watched Leviathan. Uh-huh. Um, did, did we watch anything other than those three? Uh, uh, three is a few. Okay, yeah, it is, so, yeah. Okay. Underwater, Abyss, and Leviathan. Okay. So, Underwater came out, but was released last year, right? I think 2019. Uh, um, it was uh, actually made in 2017, and it was uh, because of the COVID. It was put on the shelf for a while. Oh, yeah, it was released 2020. And didn't come out till 2020. Yeah. But it was made in 2017. Okay. Very early 2020. So, uh, so underwater is a uh, science fiction film, a science sci-fi horror, sci-fi horror, and it stars. Uh, I want to try to say this right. Kirsten Stewart. Kirsten Stewart. It's Kristen Stewart. Kristen. Kirsten. Yeah. Is it Kirsten? Kirsten. Kirsten. It's Kristen. Kristen. So it's, it's Patrick Stewart. <laughs> I'm just messing. I always do that to him. Uh, so the person from, uh, from the Twilight movies and, uh, not Batman, not Batman, no, not Batman, no. the other person from the, the Twilight movies, not Shark Boy, the other one. Lava Girl? Yes. Okay. Okay. No, and, it's not Lava Girl. Don't. No. <laughs> and, uh, so it serves, uh, Kristen Stewart and, uh, Kristen Stewart is moody and sullen and uh, very kind of down in the dumps in this film. And 
Uh, I don't know. You guys could talk about it better than I can. So wh- how, what's this film about? I don't know if she's down in the dumps. I mean, the, the situation they're put in right away is like life and death. It's like right from the start. Right. So the film begins with uh, the main character. I forget her name. We'll just call her Stuart. Um, I don't I don't know the main character's name. But she was like, a, like an engineer. Like it was a, Nora. Nora. So Nora is a mechanical engineer. Uh, who is uh, starting uh, her day when suddenly... Starting her day in a deep underwater... <laughs> facility. Yeah. She was just walking down the street. Yeah, you know? really. <laughs> I was walking down the street, mining my own affair. Ba-na-na-na-na. And then uh, my deep mining platform, uh, miles <laughs> underneath the water, uh, caught me underwear. Ba-na-na-na-na. And it just starts like off like a rocket yeah I, I enjoyed that like the past the other two underwater films that we watched Leviathan and uh, the Abyss. Abyss all had like a lot of build up a lot of setup, and then you know things start happening this movie as soon as like the camera starts rolling you only see uh, Kristen Stewart's character for like two minutes and then like the whole thing explodes right and so they're running they're trying to get the safety and they finally get the safety. Really, if you really think about it, not much happens in this movie. No. no. And then it slows down. Oh, like, yeah. Really, I don't know, it gets bogged down like like it's being dragged to the bottom of the sea. And uh, so she meets up with the remaining crew. And they find out that by the time they get there... Um, there's no escape, no more escape pods, and they can't contact the surface, and so they decide they have to hoof it over there. They have to get into suits, and... Hoof it over where? Now you're skipping things. Okay, so they have to get to the uh, next closest facility, right? Yes, underwater facility, because that one is going to eventually explode because they have like this like place where they're getting power from and it has no outlet it's like uh yeah the reactor is gonna nuclear reactor and eventually it's gonna blow because it has no outlet because the damage right so they need to get out of the facility that they are in at the beginning of the film because it's gonna explode mm-hmm. right so they really don't have a choice even though they're kind of freaked out about going they have no choice. Yeah, so the main like body of the film is just getting from point A to point B. Point A being like the thing that's going to blow up, point B being where the nearest ship and possible escape pods are. Right. And uh so but they've have they have to the only way to do what they need to do is they've got to drop down to the bottom and walk across yeah right and so that has a lot of complications right uh the darkness because there's no light down there the pressure the lack of oxygen and so the environment is their enemy and the suits that they have are very like well a lot of them were like used and worn and the people that were going to have to make the trip were not experienced divers Right, exactly. Not all of them. Yeah, so you have the captain, and then you have a couple of other uh, crew members uh, in there, and in true horror fashion, um, they start, you know, dying off one by one, right? 
either to the environment or to you know other difficulties to the big the big i'll I'll secret. give you a trivial fact okay. uh people die off in the order that the heroine of the movie Nora meets up with them oh yeah, you know you know when the movie started dragging for me. It also stars the very canceled uh, T.J. Miller. It was just like, okay, do you remember Life? Remember that movie with uh, Tobey Maguire and they're in outer space and like there's this little squid monster and like and then uh, Deadpool is in that, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Was that Tobey Maguire or Gyllenhaal? Oh, it doesn't matter. So, um, (laughs) and... uh, So mean about that. Well, if it's Keanu Reeves, then <laughs> Who cares? Oh, you'd be on it like white on rice, but whatever. So, but once Ryan Reynolds, you know, got killed off early in that movie, that it just kind of dragged. And, uh, you know, because, you know, when you don't have comedy in there every once in a while, when you have horror, you got to have like at least a little bit of humor in there to kind of ease the tension. If it's tense all the time and it just becomes... I wouldn't say boring, but just drags. Yeah, it's almost like a romance with drama. You know, if you have just, like, too much romance, it's like, eh. You gotta have, like, drama to build, like, the tension. Right. Even Romeo and Juliet had a had a, had a nurse, right? That was a comic relief. Right, so that's... And so, yeah, so... Actually, I'm gonna... What? I don't know if it's drama you need. Um, I Misunderstandings. But I can go on about that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you liked me, but you don't. Mm. No, I thought I thought we were gonna be together, but now I see you talking to somebody else. Well, good, you don't want to be together. No, no, he was the wedding planner for our wedding. <gasps> uh, that I think that even that, the, if the the appearance of a wedding planner would have would have been great in underwater. Uh, it would have been and oddly out of place yeah, oddly out of place but not unwelcome um, because uh, as they drop down the elevator shaft to the bottom they discover they're not alone underwater yeah there's sea critters <laughs> there's little sea critters it's not critters it's what could be monsters or <laughs> aliens or something something unknown basically underwater it is underwater, and uh, so they discover. Yeah, they they and then they discover there. There's bigger versions of of them, and uh, so well, they now, also find out that none of the escape pods made it out. Yeah, that's what they also discover is that for some reason the escape pods that did take off did not make it. So they're like the only ones left. Right. So as they make their way uh, to the other facility. They're now attacked by these mysterious underwater uh, creatures. Can we talk about the uh, worst character of the film? Yes, please. Um, Liam. Okay, Liam is... Uh, A tool. Yeah, he's a tool. He's played by uh, John Gallagher Jr. John Gallagher Jr. Yeah. Uh, Absolute waste of space. He provides, like, no interesting dialogue, no interesting character. All he is is just dead weight that is literally dragged through the movie. Oh. You guys didn't get what he was supposed to be doing there? No. He was supposed to be playing the part of a quote-unquote helpless female in the old movies. 
Oh, okay. Um, so he's oh, you, little, you guys are like, oh. So a little bit of role reversal. Yes. Okay. Okay, got it. Because, no, all right. So, yeah, so, but he was the least interesting character, but like, you, they have to drag him. Just, yeah, because he was the love interest of one of the last people there. Yeah. Right. That's and like, he was like the least interesting because he was the least conscious out of all of them. <laughs> he was in like a borderline catatonic state throughout the entire film because he had something uh, like chemicals leak into his suit. So he was breathing those in. So he wasn't like a hundred percent there. Right. He was weak and he wasn't that very smart or helpful. Right. Right. Exactly. Do you guys get it now? Uh, <laughs> see, this is this is why Bandita is a better film uh, film critic than I ever will be, uh, because one, Bandita just loves movies. Um, I like story. I love story, but Bandita loves movies, and uh, and she and she sees things that I will never ever ever get to see. So I just wanted to to, to say that right now. Um, yeah, so they have to drag, uh, is a, they have to drag them over, and then we discover that, I mean, gosh, there's just a lot of dialogue, and it doesn't really go anywhere. Well, there's a side plot. Um, there was more than one option for them to go to, and the captain didn't want them to go to one of them, said, oh, no, that's ruined, you can't go there. Right. But actually, they could go there, and they discovered that when they had no choice, and the heroine showed up there. But, you know, a little side thing, if you look at the extras in the DVD, is that there's a whole conspiracy. And they were not supposed to let other people know what that conspiracy was. So, they were hiding something. Yes. That makes sense. Oh, okay. Well, considering what uh, the big reveal at the end, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. So as they make their they yeah so they stop at that that station yeah a couple of we find out a couple of things um, about one the captain about this you know background and you know and also about the situation that you know which that, by the way the captain sacrifices life for the heroine in the movie yeah yeah he was the be- the best character too. Well, yeah, he was the best character. Very insightful. Yes. He had good things to say. He had, like, really... Great leadership qualities, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 want, I want him to be my boss mm-hmm. and sacrifice his life for me. Yeah. That would be mm-hmm. awesome. Cool. Yeah. That would be good. Um, so, uh, they finally make their way there, and I'm just going to say it, it's Cthulhu. It's Cthulhu. What? It's Cthulhu. I, I had no idea. It's Cthulhu. Cthulhu? Yeah, Cthulhu. Like Lovecraftian, big deep one, elder god, big mouthful of wiggly tentacles. But, uh, you know. Well, it goes further than that. Okay, where does it go? The company that owned all that equipment and all that that whole place there was trying to wake up Cthulhu. Well, we didn't know that because that was in the extras. Oh, basically. And so, yes, that was the... They didn't care what happened to the people there. No. And they didn't want anyone to know that that's what they were really doing. Crew expendable. Yeah, that that totally makes sense. Kind of like... But these guys are acting like they've never seen Alien or Aliens. And that's the part that kind of... um, I don't get... You know, if you're going to make this kind of movie in this time, you have to respect the intelligence of... 
you know, the characters. Uh, wait, hold up a second. I'm pretty sure since this company is so diabolical, they probably question every employee, hey, did you watch Aliens? <laughs> and then if they did say yes, they're like, oh, you just no, thank you. Yeah, you failed pass, the test. Hard pass. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Have you watched Aliens? Oh, what's what's that? You're hired. Yes, exactly. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I have no prior experience to working on vessels that go underwater. I know nothing of weird creatures that might appear. Yeah. And it wouldn't be a good idea to take one of them with us uh, to, like, hang out. <laughs> just, just give them some pizza, you know? Just chill out on the couch. Oh, my gosh. Um... Yeah, so that's what it is, you know. The instead of a cult of you know uh, of people trying to resurrect, you know, Cthulhu, it's a company instead, right? It, it wasn't that they were gonna. They were like, sure, Cthulhu was there. That's why they went there. But right. they just wanted to bring him out, right? Just to say hello. No, I'm pretty sure it was like for the end of the world stuff. Oh. <laughs> Why okay. else would you bring Cthulhu out? Yeah. End of the world, so yeah, instead of a cold. <laughs> you bring him out for the pizza. The greatest party that you ever wanted to throw. <laughs> Dude, check this out. 2020 is going to be lit. <laughs> well, this is our new company bash. Uh, we've brought the entertainment. It's Cthulhu. Yay. <laughs> if you have any questions to ask him, he's over by the cocktail weenies and the really gross potato salad. Yeah, so try to figure out which one's potato salad and which one's Cthulhu. Here's yeah. a hint: one of them will drive you insane. The other one is Cthulhu. <laughs> one of them's really gross and revolting that belongs in the bottom of the sea, and the other one's Cthulhu. <laughs> God, I hate potato salad. <laughs> well, who brought the potato salad? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm about to bring Cthulhu over here if you guys don't stop. George! George! Every freaking time, it's potato salad and deviled eggs. Why? It's like the farts at those company parties Ew. are terrible, dude. <laughs> oh, you guys are gross. <laughs> Anyway, uh, bottom line, Cthulhu's an endgame, okay? That's the endgame. Right. Um, Unless you got, like, another god, you're trying to defeat them, you bring another god. To f I mean, that's, that's, what is that, Michael, kaiju reasoning? Yeah, that's, like, that's big brain logic. <laughs> <laughs> big monkey. Yeah, big, big monkey. <laughs> oh, how are we going to beat Godzilla? He's too big. Oh, big monkey, though. <laughs> A big monkey can do it. <laughs> well, yeah, so big monkey has an axe. That's why. That's a good wheel. Godzilla has these stubby little arms. So that's why he can't lift an axe. He can't do it. Uh, yeah. So any 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 final any final thoughts on 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 this? You uh, didn't even get to the end of the yeah movie. the ending. Is, what's oh gosh? Well, I could tell you the ending, no problem. This, this is the why I. I I, my mind is trying to race to the credits, and uh, but go ahead. What? How does it end? Okay, so there are three escape pods left. Two of them work just fine. One of them is glitching on and off. So the uh, love brain trust duo 
are put in the operational ones. And I don't think Liam should have gone in there uh, because, you know, he's done nothing. But regardless, space. absolutely. It was questionable whether he would have survived yet either yeah, way. Yeah, true. And they launch them up. Now, the reason why the other escape pods didn't make it to the surface was because Cthulhu was sending a bunch of the little monsters to... Uh, His minions. Yeah, to take the, the escape pods down. So, uh, Sir Patrick Stewart decided to overload... <laughs> Kristen Stewart, stop it. <laughs> Kristen Stewart decided to overload the reactor at the base that she was at so that the uh, blast radius would take out all the uh, remaining monsters and let those two get to safety. Well, basically, though, she was just like... It was going to happen that way either way. It was going to explode. She just released the energy faster than it would Oh, yeah, yeah. So so that it would take care of all of everything that was around there. And there was, like, a big what if, if, like, the escape pod worked or not. But if she went to that pod and it did work, they all would have died. Because, like, the monsters would have caught up to them. So, like, her staying back and, like, letting the other two get far enough away for the blast to take them all out with the two pods getting away, that was, like, the only way to do it. Right, because she was the only one, uh, Nora was the only one who knew how to operate because she's an engineer so there's only one who knew how to blow the reactor um so that was yeah the big uh the big uh, sacrifice at the end and then we're treated to a bunch of like a montage of uh like newspaper clippings and uh you know tv reports uh, so far, you know what happened to uh the two survivors and it's all you know classified classified redacted redacted you know and well they're at it again they're gonna company's gonna keep drilling right and you know so so that's we find that out uh we find that out also so now you don't have to watch underwater no because that's that's all there is was it nice to have a female heroine you know like as the protagonist of the movie sure um, but it wasn't a very good movie, so... No, the designs of the, uh, diving gear were cool. Yeah, very video game-inspired design throughout the whole, throughout the whole movie. Well, that's what the movie should have been. It should have been, it would have been a great video game. It would have been a great video game, because the story is, the storyline is structured like a game. Oh, you know, you have to get to point A, point B, but... You have to do this, and then you have to do that, and, uh, you know, there's all these little side missions that, you know, come up, right? Um, but, yeah, the, 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 the diving suit's very Gears of War, so if you're, uh, you know, big, you know, bulky uh, suits, that uh, was kind of cool. Was good. Yeah, good to see. So, good video game idea. Mm, not so good in film uh, form. All right, so um, so that is our better late than never review of Underwater. Um, uh, we were, we were supposed to talk about watching wrestling again. Oh my gosh! Can we? Okay, so we'll, we'll okay we'll cap this we'll cap this show off with the fact that yes, we are watching wrestling again. <gasps> we're watching professional wrestling again. A little bit of the bubble. <laughs> <laughs> That is. Wait, are you, are we just going to talk about wrestling here? Are we going to have a super long show, or? Uh, well, we can talk a little bit about wrestling. Um, well, what are you going to talk about on the next show? Oh, that's right. Well, we'll probably talk about uh, Double or Nothing, and you know, uh, surrounding that, maybe I don't know. 
Okay, so uh, this week's uh, Sandwich Board Theater has been uh, postponed um, due to inclement weather. And uh, so we'll be getting to that next. That's just something to look forward to. Inclement next. weather. Yeah. Mm. All right, everybody. Well, thank you for uh, listening to the Sandwich Board uh, this uh, episode. We hope you're not bored listening to the Sandwich Board. Bye. Yeah, 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 yeah.